0: Did you enjoy part one of my episode with prophet Duncan Contende and now you're ready for more? Well, great, because stay tuned, because here's part two of how the prophetic prepares the way for miracles. Welcome to the Miracle Mindset. I am your host, Pastor DJ Bagwell, and I am so excited to be back with you. For a brand new episode now look if 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 you enjoyed part one of how the prophetic prepares the way for miracles guess what this is part two it was so good that we had to bring back prophet duncan for part two so get ready because it's going to be good i have again with me today prophet duncan how are you doing today
1: good 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 sir It was great last time.
0: (laughs) Yes, it was. And so I'm sure people are going to be sharing this episode with other people. I know it's going to bless people. So last time we got a little bit into your background, so I will not make you share your background again. If you don't know Prophet Duncan's background, go listen to part one and then come back and listen to this episode. Um, But he shared more about his beginnings, um, his call to sonship. He shared about how God started uh, working with him uh, in his prophetic function, a prophet to the nations as a seer, and just sharing more about how churches can see more of the gift of prophecy and miracles through prophecy um, in their churches. So if you want to hear more about that, go back to episode, or excuse me, part one of that episode. And this is part two. So Prophet Duncan, now we learned last time more about this setup, but Tell me in your experience, you shared about, um, uh, a success story with you praying for your mother and her seeing a, 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 a miracle, a healing right there on the spot. Cause you saw in the spirit what was wrong. Tell right. me for those people that are prophetic and listening. Now they're trying to develop in this gift. What are some maybe, uh, common challenges that you, that you maybe learn from early on in your days as a prophet and maybe some things that they can learn from you and some ways that they can overcome those challenges.
1: Yeah, one of the things is um, when you okay, for example, you know you see, and you expect everyone else to see, and so there's a tendency sometimes to you know run real hard, you know, hey, do you guys see this? And so I think the the disappointment with me, it's, it's not even a disappointment. I, I guess the uh, the revelation that I got over time was maybe this is something that God has, you know, the function God has given me to help people. Because I thought everybody was seeing or everybody was hearing the voice of God. Does that make sense? I mean, as a, as a teenager, remember I told you that I had a relationship with, the, with God. At that time, God was not giving me ministry. He would come and talk to me. So just, just to give you like a, a small example, like, you know, it, you know, when I was younger, I used to do very well in math. So I used to sleep in my classes. I would sleep. You know, you know, when you're young, you know, you're stubborn, you're silly. So I used to sleep in, in my math class. That class I would sleep. Every other class I would kind of pay attention. Math class I just knew I'd pass. But I I didn't realize when we go to calculus that if I sleep in calculus, you know, it's it, it's it's not going to be good. So that first semester with calculus, you know, I was sleeping in my classes. So the first test that came back, oh my god. You know, you, you talk about the first F. <laughs> that was not even an F. It was a minus F, right? And I remember uh, when the teacher gave us that test, you know, I I, I just I just went, you know, uh, I was in a boarding school. So I went back to the dorms and I went to sleep. I, I mean I, I mean, that test just took the wind out of me. I was like, <laughs> wow. But I went to sleep. But when I slept, Jesus himself came to me. And he said, son, okay, now let's go back and let's go over this test again. And I'm telling you, we went over the test, uh, question by question, and he showed me how to do the answers. But it was more of an encouragement because guess what? That meant that every class now, now that the Lord has shown me this is important, every class I had to pay attention. And ultimately, you know, when it came to the final exams, I, I, I did very well. But, but I'm just saying that to me, that was, that was normal. But to the guy sitting next to me in the high school, you know, I would talk about those things and no one would take me seriously. And I just thought they were not, I don't know, maybe they were not believing enough, but I got to realize that, wait a minute. There's something different here. I'm not saying I'm, I'm above or different from other people. I'm just saying, I'm having encounters. My friends are not. So how can I help them? Does that make sense? I, that I, makes I perfect that. sense because yeah, actually I, I
0: actually live with the seer is a funny part, right? And exactly. so I remember we were at home the other day and we had a guest over and she was like, hey, hey, look, there's a golden pillar outside by our pool. Do you guys see that? And I'm thinking it's something in the sky, like a reflection from the moon. I'm like, OK, let me go out here. There's a golden pillar. And I'm like, what are you talking about? We all look. She's like, It's right there. You don't see it. I'm thinking, oh, OK, I'm sitting here with the seer. She's expecting me to see this thing. I mentioned, you know, OK. You know, what does it look like? You know, and so it's just funny that I think she's experiencing what you did as a teen. So it's important for her to have prophetic relationship.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, those, so I learned to just, you know, be a bit more, how can I say, reserved with some of the things I was seeing, you know. And for those who are open, I'll teach them, you know. So that's how the teaching started to come about. I realized that, hey, I need to teach people you know maybe how to see or maybe how to you know get revelation or maybe you know pray for them you know just help them and that's how I found out that this function of mine it needed to be taught I needed to mentor people to discipleship people in this thing so that's I mean you know Pastor DJ me and you have met you know many times with your family and You've seen how, how, how I operate. You know, it's like I can't talk, talking about, stop talking about God, but it <laughs> comes out of that place where, I, you know, I want to help people. I want to show people. And by, and by the way, I learned too, but I just, I just know that, you know, I didn't, I didn't encounter too many of my friends who would tell me that the Lord came and helped them with their calculus test.
0: Yes, I can tell you the Lord has never helped me. First of all, I never took calculus. So that's the first step, but He never helped me with any of my math classes <laughs> so like that in that way. Maybe a prayer, but and that's right. and that's a cool experience. And that's
1: why it's nice to have different people, right? in your life that you can learn from. Correct. So so what I learned was also, and by the way, also for me, there are people that I look up to. So I learned that there's a process of learning. So one of the things that I, I like, you imagine this is the son of God. This is Jesus, the son of God. You would have expected that when he was born from Mary, he knew everything. And I'm pretty sure he did. But the Bible specifically says that he grew in wisdom and in favor with the Lord yes. and with men. So there's a process of growing. And so if you know that there's a process of growing, then, you, then it's, it's your responsibility to see that you grow. I always tell people all the time that uh, Jesus had 12 disciples, but the word disciple is a Greek word. You know, we say it as though it's an English word, but it's uh, it's, an, it's uh, actually uh, like a Greek word. Its origin is Greek. It was not an English word, and it means student. Wow. So, so Jesus had 12 students, but those 12 students became apostles. Does that make sense? That so there's always, yeah, there's always a process of growth. And so what I've learned is, when God wants to teach you something, he wants to maybe elevate you, for example, in spiritual things, you need to find someone who's spiritually grown or spiritually mature. And so that that person also teaches you, it makes it easy for
0: you. That's so good. Now, 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 here's a question that's popped in my mind or my spirit. Now, as you said that, I can imagine someone listening right now be like, yeah, but I don't know anyone like that. What do I do? How do I grow if there's no one in my church in fact, maybe right. that's why they're listening to this podcast. They because they want to see more sign, wonders, and miracles. They want to experience and demonstrate the power of God more, but they don't have anyone. So they're Correct. getting podcasts. They're on YouTube. What else can they do, Prophet Duncan, to grow in this area?
1: Right. Well, here's the thing. God God is usually very generous when when you pray to him. But most of the time he's going to send you a human being for a solution. You know, one of my favorite scriptures, you know. I I hear, I mean, go to any church and say this scripture and people will finish it. You know, it's Luke chapter 6, verse 38. It says, given shall be given unto you, good measure, pressed down and shaken together, right? Yes. But most people don't finish. It says, and running over shall men give into your bosom. Mm. Shall men. So men are the ones who are going to answer that prayer. (laughs) So most times when you say God, uh, teach me, I want to grow, I want to learn, I want to grow, then God will send you someone. Now, the question is, are you discerning to see that the person that God has brought you to my life is for the purpose of me, you know, uh, uh, going higher? Does that make sense? So that's where humility comes in. And 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 un- unfortunately, most people can't discern that. I, I know I, I spoke to a woman one time and she was like, she was praying for God, you know, God, I want to grow, I want to grow, I want to grow. And 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 one day she ends up in in uh, you know this couple's home, and you know the couple were prophets that you know would minister to churches all over the country. And I asked her, so so what happened? She's like, man, I got over there and I just wanted to get out of there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so I asked her, so did you learn anything? She was like, no, I was only there for a week. I really didn't want to be there, but I want to learn. And I'm like, you know. You want to learn? I mean, God sent you some teachers.
0: That is so but good. you didn't
1: discern. You, you see what I'm saying? So she had to kind of repent, and she had to go back to them and say, hey, man, let me return in humility. I asked God to, to, to show me, uh, you know, to grow. Now I'm coming back so that you guys can, can disciple me and mentor me. But it, it, it's always a human to human because here's the problem. In church, a lot of people say, well, it's just me and God. I'll just hear from God. Well, if if God allowed that to happen, nobody there would be no 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 use for church. Mm. There would be no use for congregation. Do you see what I'm saying? Yes. Because, because everyone can hear from God. We're going to get to that stage, but not right now. But right now, we need each other. So what God does is he will say, oh, you want more revelation? I'm going to send someone to bring you revelation, you know. You want to learn how to enter the kingdom. I want to send you someone to teach you how to learn to enter the kingdom. So that's where humility comes in, and to be able to discern that okay, this is the answer. This is who God sent to learn from. And in fact,
0: if you're a listener to this episode, I could tell you from personal experience, my family and I, during uh during when when when, when there was a worldwide shutdown due to COVID nineteen and 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 a quarantine, if you will we started having this experiences with God and right around that time is when we met prophet Duncan and we were able to learn and grow so much and understand these things we were experiencing. And, um, you know, we started having experiences with angels and started experiencing more sign wonders and miracles. And, uh, prophet Duncan really helped us navigate and understand a lot of those things. And so a lot of things you're seeing in our ministry today was a time of where we were able to really learn and grow. So, I will encourage you to follow what the prophet was saying was to really pray and ask God, God, send me someone or teach me and, and then have to your, and to what, to what prophet Duncan said, have the discernment to see when that person is there to help you and have a humility to grow and learn. And, uh, the fact that's why I have prophet, Duncan on this show today is because I'm like, Hey, if I, if I learn from him, I want you guys to learn
1: as well from these lessons. Yeah. Because, because DJ, I can tell you this now. I'm just going to share something with you. Okay. now, we we always narrow things down for God. So, for example, like if you say prophet, everyone is expecting you to just prophesy. That's what everyone is expecting you to do. And yet, for me, I can tell you this: my function is usually outside. You know, sometimes greater than that. So, I might not prophesy to you, but God will make you do. Make me uh, see something that affects the region. Does that make sense? Mm. And to speak to it, you know, in in the book of Acts, chapter eleven. It, it, it talks about, for example, verse 27, because people say, okay, prophets are Old Testament. We're well, New Testament, it says, uh, verse 27 says, and in those days, prophets came from Jerusalem to Antioch. But look at this, verse 28, it says, then one of them named Agabus stood up and showed by the Spirit that there was going to be a great famine throughout all the world. You imagine, this guy is able to see a famine that is going to affect the entire world. And it says, which comma, which happened? In the days of Claudius Caesar, then the disciples, each according to their ability, determined to send relief to the brethren dwelling in Judea. So imagine, the, the the apostles are there, but this prophet called Agabus comes and tells them, "Hey, there's going to be a worldwide famine," and it came to pass. Do you see what I'm saying? So, so let me give you an example for me. You know, uh, uh, one night in the, in 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 March, I was praying. And the Lord comes and speaks to me. I, I, it was February. He speaks to me and says, "Hey, I need you to I need you to pray uh, uh, because of this." And I I, I can see an, I can see the ocean, and I see this weed on top of the ocean, this huge weed. And he says, "I need you to pray because I want I want my children to be able to swim in Tampa Bay for the summer." You imagine mm-hmm. that? That's how God cares about people. Wow. So I, I say, okay, Father, I pray for this seaweed that it will not reach Tampa Bay. Sure enough, in the month of March, I started to show this. You know, I have a Bible class at, at church. So I showed I showed people this. I started to tell them, hey, this is what God's saying. Look, the articles are coming out. And the articles surely came out. There was this seaweed that was 5,000 miles long, and it was coming towards Florida. It was coming towards Florida. By June, the scientists were reporting that this was the biggest reduction of seaweed that they had seen in a decade. Wow. And guess what? Did it show up? It never showed up. Now, you see, did I prophesy that in a church? No. Did I prophesy to anybody? No. But God came to me and said, hey, I need you to take care of the seaweed. So, I mean, so the prophetic is not just about prophecy. It can also deal with with regional issues, national issues, uh, uh, uh
0: worldwide
1: issues. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, so what I'm writing down now is that if you are a prophet not only being open for a maybe a word or a prophetic word that's in a church but be right. ready for, to hear the voice of God for an assignment. As Correct.
1: Well. Correct. Which can be a regional assignment and national assignment and actually I get a lot of those quite a bit. And, and and those are things I don't even share with anybody. That's just with me between me and the Lord and I show my family I show them. I'm like, hey, by the way, God told me about this. Look, and within two three days, it happens, and they all look at me like, okay, you see what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, so the so the prophetic is not that narrow. So that's why you see when you hang around a prophet, you can learn a lot more than just you know prophesying. You can learn about you know uh, in, engaging with God to also look at wider issues. But his churches is his main focus. I mean, he loves the church. Um, that he also so loves good. the nations. <laughs> that
0: is so good, and that is—I mean—that is the literal definition of the prophetic preparing the way for miracles, right? Because that sea, that seaweed, or maybe red tide—if mean, that's what it was—being pushed right. back, that is yeah. a miracle, right? When you talk yeah, about last mi- episode, your mother being healed, you know, right? Um, we have we have other testimonies. I know that I know personally where. People that were trusting God for babies, and that God gave you word, and all of a sudden, that yeah, you
1: know, and so, yeah, you know that you know that wonderful couple. Me and you know them. Yes. And actually, you had just finished ministering that service on Sunday, and the Lord spoke to me and told them, you know, told me go speak to them. And when I spoke to them, they were not they were not happy. They were you know they were sad. They had had a few miscarriages, and this time they were not really trusting anything. And I just looked at her and I said, Hey, you're going to have a child. And she's like, I don't know about that. We're not trying right now. You know, we had, we just went through a lot. I said, no, the, the next one you're going to carry through. And, you know, you just shared with me. I mean, me and you now see the the beautiful baby they have. Yes. You know, and this was just, this was just what, our year ago? It wasn't yes. that long ago. Yes. So, so the miracles happen, but I can tell you this. It comes out of engaging with God and he speaks to you and his word produces miracles. That is so good. So, Right. So when he speaks, then you speak it. You're just confirming what he has already spoken that he's going to do. So that's the miracle is, is him. When he speaks, miracles happen, but you as a prophet, you confirm his word, you bring it out. And, and and it happens as he said it. Mm. So remember the last episode we talked about seeing, I think, with me, it works better that way. If I can see it from from God, if I can see it, and I speak it, it it comes to pass.
0: That is so good. Now we are almost to the. We're almost out of time here, but really quickly, Prophet Duncan, if you can yeah. maybe if you have any final remarks or words for our audience, people that are trying to grow deeper in the prophetic, people maybe who are saying, "Hey, I just want to." Uh, prophesy more maybe I'm not a prophet but like any final words or advice or any tips you have for our audience
1: Yes if you want to prophesy more hang around a prophet there You <laughs> have
0: it that's it right there that's the final word that's right it.
1: there Yeah <laughs> So
0: that means that we have to be open to the prophetic in our churches we have to be open to people that are not like us we have to be open to uh, relationships, right? And so I, I love that. That is great advice because the kingdom of God is all about relationship.
1: Correct. That's it. That's it. If you can get that relationship with God and relationship with man, and then, you, then you, you're in a good place. I love that. I love that. So
0: I pray that you learn from today's episode. I know I did. And I pray that that you take those steps of faith to grow in the prophetic grow and try and pursuing God for number one sonship and, and, and your identity in him. But then also to see is that it's good to, to, to desire spiritual gifts. And it says, especially prophecy. That's in first Corinthians 14. And so we want you to go forward, pursue God for it, ask God for it. And as prophet Duncan said, find people in your life that are ahead of where you are, that you could be mentored by and learn from and grow. Correct. So I pray this episode bless you. Now, before we go, Prophet Duncan, I yes. we talked about your book last time. We want to make sure that people can follow you. Is there anything else, any resources you have? Can people find you online anywhere? Are you building anything? Let us know.
1: Yes. Um. Okay. Yeah. So the main part right now is just the book. I think the Lord, it's so funny. The Lord I told me to write this book years ago, but, you know, I just kept procrastinating. But, um, yeah, the book, The Supernatural Ways of God. Uh, by Duncan Katende Dugua, If you can find that on on uh, Amazon, it would really help. I've always had some other resources out there. If you guys actually uh, search my name, let's say on iTunes, you'll find some little recordings I did back in the day, some teachings. So usually those are free. I think you'll also find them on Amazon if you're a Prime member. They're also free as well so you can hear me teach, you know, uh uh some some classes or some lessons. But those were not prophetic classes or lessons. I was just doing Bible studies. But anyway, the book is the main resource that I I would like to share with everybody. Perfect.
0: Thank and again, you, we'll David. put a link to that resources and we'll spell out his name in case, you know, you 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 know, you don't know how to spell his name. <laughs> don't worry about that. <laughs> we'll spell out his name for you that way you can search properly. Thank you so much Prophet Dog. We appreciate your time on two episodes. This is our first two-time uh, part two guest, if you will, because there's so much yes. good uh, lessons in there and just a blessing. So I pray this episode blessed you. Remember, subscribe, share with a friend. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at I am DJ Bagwell. You don't want to miss these future episodes, so subscribe. And because we want to make sure that you are growing and understanding how to experience and demonstrate the power of God in your life and the life of the people around you. Until next time, we love you. God bless.
1: Thank you for tuning in to Miracle Mindset with Pastor DJ Bagwell. We're thrilled you're part of our community. Hit that subscribe button and help us spread the word by sharing this show with a friend. Want to dive deeper into more incredible miracles? Visit djbagwell.com and witness powerful testimonies. Share your miracle story and learn more about hosting a live training or service with Pastor DJ at your church. Join us next time, and remember, with a miracle mindset, nothing is impossible.